welcome to number four should be fine podcast uh i've been bullied into hosting even though it literally makes no sense for me to host given that i'm not on location uh there's four of us this week we've got joe say hello hello we've got manny good evening deep is extra salt evening uh and it's the four of us again isn't it uh no matt tonight now, Matt's hosting a dinner party or something like that, mm. which is the lamest excuse. Yeah. Hosting a dinner party. Uh, I'm here on my settee while you three are all together in Joe's house. And because... It's like you're having a nice time. It's all right. Because you're on FaceTime and we're having to screen record you, we've all decided, strangely, to record <laughs> us in yeah. a phone mode and we're going to do mm. something yeah. magical, James says. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> work. <laughs> You know when you were moving me around earlier, it, it was like being a head in a jar in Futurama. <laughs> you know um, Modern Family, where yeah. where Phil gets that iPad. He's doing the segue. It is a bit like that, and I like and the way it, all three. I of feel like Will Ferrell in Blades of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to translate, right? <laughs> I've just noticed, Joe, you've still got what's MIDI on your forehead. Yeah, well, I'm not even sure what MIDI is, but I've been told I hate it. Yes. Seamlessly. Are you going to leave that on the whole time? Yeah, I hate things I don't know. Okay. Right, so I'm going to put to you three fellas. We're going to crack on with this. Uh, I know you've got a little bit of an agenda to discuss. First things first, we've finished and we've released uh, December's effort, which is a Christmas song. Uh, Esther Allen's ri- 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 written, wrote, wrote wrote it, and <laughs> uh, um, I'm really, really, really happy with the results. What do you fellas think? I'm pleased with it. I, I'm. Um, I suppose we'll get onto that, but I'm gutted we didn't have enough time um, to really put a full effort into mm-hmm. it. There's certain things that have have to had to be. Um, what's the word? I've gone completely blank. Substituted. <laughs> Sacrifice. Sacrificed, Sacrificed um, yeah. in order to get it done. We had a, a real deadline, which was the 7th of December, to post it onto Ditto and get it um, in time for the 21st of December mm. to come out. So Ditto changed their posting um, timeline. Deadlines, yeah. So, yeah, they, I'm a bit gutted we didn't have enough time, but I'm really pleased, actually, with that in mind, how it's turned out. Well, on that, do you think we'll ever revisit any of the songs? Well, that, I'd like to revisit the um, last hypnotize the one last we didn't. One. Yeah, yeah, the one yeah. that we just didn't get the time to complete. It just didn't get finished, did it? No. Well, do you think it was as finished as much as the Christmas song? No, no, no. Probably not. I, I think as well. I think we probably will cover this later, but I think some of the substitutions and the sacrifices were made on that one stood out far more specifically the drums say for me yeah yeah well, well I, I, hit, I hit hadn't had does. time to mix that one and it was a different it's a different feel of song anyway yeah. this the Christmas one lends itself to uh, I can't speak blinky <laughs> <laughs> plonky synthy uh, I was going to say you know, it lends itself to Christmas yes fakeness fake yeah fake fakeness I keep on saying things. <laughs> Do you know what I thought was really interesting about uh, this Christmas song? So when I first heard it, I absolutely loved it. But I had um, 
an almost gut feeling that it felt long. It felt really long. And then Joe sent us the first mix. And for me, it still felt long. And I wouldn't say I was worried about it. It just felt, you know, <laughs> long. But then, as soon as Manny, you put your instruments on and James put his trumpet on, the whole thing shortened by about two minutes for me. <laughs> you, James put a trumpet, put a trumpet on, on. You mean Matt put a trumpet on? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Our wow. fake guy. <laughs> hey, this guy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'm you, really... Wait, you're not a trumpet player? Would <laughs> <laughs> you play again? <laughs> no, I agree. I well, he, literally, I thought I've not long. seen you play an instrument. That's also true, he hasn't. No. No. No, he's still not. Um, but now I thought it felt long to begin with, but then as it uh, developed, we got more layers on top, and sort of getting used to the lyrics as well, and listening to the story, you're right, it shortened up. You know, I, I thought we were probably going to have to take a verse out, maybe even two, depending how long the outro went on, but then how it's ended up, I think it's pretty spot on. I wouldn't so get rid of any of it. You, you're saying this time you got involved with the lyrics? Yeah. Do you remember our very first podcast where you said you Absolutely. didn't you didn't really care about it? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Mm. Well, I, I think it's interesting. So you think <laughs> the dynamics of a song? <laughs> so carry on. So as, you know the dynamics of a song. Sort of, what do you think that is? Like your brain has something to think about as it moves on, or it changes. It sort of stops the monotony, like in a dance song. Um, <laughs> well, I think in this one, there's it, it, you get extra layers you know for the first verse verse chorus it's very much sort of vocals piano guitar and then with the second verse chorus you're getting a bit more brass and then he it starts to really layer up by the third and fourth is it four verse choruses um so yeah, it, it four, does yeah. it does build up as well within the layers um but then it's i don't know it's almost like the resolve of the lyrics when I can't remember it word for word, but the "Will you marry me?" or "Marry me," that that sort of last yeah. last bit, it very much feels like a a crescendo in the lyrics itself, as mm-hmm. well as the music building up and getting getting thick. It's not really a crescendo, but it just gets thicker and broader. The sound mm. it's got a, it's got a real punch for me. The uh, "Will you marry me?" bit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, uh, it's the uh, it's the sort of uh, it's the top bit of the song, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And does, should we explain what the song's about, Jack? You probably know better than me. Um, yes, it's somebody saying, will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Esther, it's a, it's a true love story, isn't it? It's about somebody who, I don't know, um, re- used to really enjoy Christmas Eve and everything that brought, and then this sort of downer of Christmas Day sometimes, maybe if you've uh, enjoyed Christmas Eve too much. Um, and then I think, did, did, was, was she proposed to actually on Christmas Day? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then you know the true meaning of Christmas, etc. Yeah, mm. which yeah, I think lends itself to the story Christmas. And when we were talking, <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about what makes um, know, what makes a Christmas uh, song, we, we were talking about the sort of heartache and all of that, and you get mm. you get that with this all the way through, right up until the end where it becomes joyful. And I guess. A lot of people are feeling heartache at the moment, having to buy Christmas presents, and they're going through that actual journey to get to the day of Christmas Day, 
and then that's the celebration where everybody can relax. I like that buying presents is a hard take for you. Well, <laughs> I didn't buy a single present. I'm absolutely fine. I've got someone who does that for me. But <laughs> come on, fellas, let's take it back to the nativity, the heartache, and the you know no room at the inn, the big old journey. Mm. I'm going to go see my son's nativity this week. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big old part in it. Who is it? And the re- well, they're doing. Um, I think it's. Is it Strictly Come Dancing version of the Nativity? And he's one of the hosts. Lobster number he's four. basically, uh, what's he's her with the fringe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a massive part. And he, you know, he's only really just learned to read it. Do you remember when um, George was in the Nativity and he was a robot? Yeah, yeah. Nice that that famous scene. Yeah. Yeah. Famous scene. The robot. Yeah, yeah it's in it. Yeah. Anyway, back to the song. Actually, should we take yeah. a moment to listen to that song? Mm-hmm. Great idea. process of this so joe when esther sent the original demo mm-hmm. uh, what format did that turn up in that came as an iphone recording of her singing with her piano that's yeah, how i just, first received just on the iPhone. yeah and i listened to it on the way back from work in the car and it you know i heard it straight away i know uh, matt was saying he didn't get it straight away when when i sent that you all got that same version yeah yeah, um, yeah the initial one and I suppose in in that manner, because I'd given Esther a little brief of what I, f- I felt the sort of song should, uh, particularly the four four, then into the six eight. Yeah. I gave her that brief, and then she wrote to that. So I understood what was going to happen and where the song was leading to. Mm, yeah. Um. So that's how she sent it to me originally. I know. Um. After that. I met with Esther in the recording studio and we'd put down a vocal, a piano line, and we got that down. And then I started to add on top of that later on, just using MIDI instruments. Well, I was just mm. going to ask about that. So mm. the piano that she put down, was that a microphone recording of a proper piano? Or was no. it digital and MIDI? Digital, yeah, MIDI. So okay. played in, um, yeah. Interestingly, not quantized. And that leads oh. on to what happened to Jack's bass part in it. But, yeah, not quantised. And what's called a groove track was put on that and all the other MIDI instruments follow it. Yeah. Which is quite cool. It gives a bit more of a live feel, a bit looser. 
So the piano so, was like a guide explain? track. <laughs> the piano was a guide track to the other MIDI instruments. Yes. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Joe, can you just explain about? So you, I don't know where they are actually, but you say there's two notes that bug you. They sound like an error. Sounds like my error. <laughs> 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 but it's. But it's your error, well, making my, my error. So, with, with <laughs> a group track, track, you tell the whole of your uh, recording session to follow that, to take its groove off it. Mm-hmm. And it will slightly quantise everything else to fit with the feel of it. So even audio, even the voice and everything will follow to it slightly. Okay. It doesn't ridiculously pull everything over. Um, and I turn that on right at the end back on for your bass part after we recorded it. Didn't listen to it, did a whole mix, was in a rush, had actually four minutes left to post that song up onto Ditto. Uh, and then listened to it after it gone, and I was thinking, something's bugging me. And it, I think, is it on the fourth verse or the third verse? There's two bass notes perfectly out of time. <laughs> and I look back into the project and it, you can see it, it highlights the wave in white that it's moved in this two bass notes that are perfectly good. It does mean that you haven't played it perfectly in time, so it's over-compromised and yeah. moved you the wrong way. But so I was a bit out of time, so it made out. me really out of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gambled and went, yeah, this is the one. Uh, right. <laughs> so listeners, when you've just listened to that song, have a listen back again and see if you can spot Jack's terrible playing. <laughs> that didn't go where I wanted yeah. it to. Yeah. <laughs> Example. We'll do a repeat, a loop mm. in it. <laughs> Custom. Turn it into a dance mix. Yeah, that's, that wasn't what I was hoping for. Yeah, so that's what happened. What about your okay. drums? What about you, my drums? Did you play them on this? Did you like my drums? I thought your drums <laughs> sounded amazing. Best I've ever sounded. <laughs> Most entirely I've ever sounded. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit, um, you know, regimented in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, so as Joe alluded to at the start, with time, childcare, because I, I had my son on the Friday we all went up. Yeah, the, the one day. The we one day we had. So... Um, you know, it's just not realistic to get a, a drum sound and to get it down in what we had, especially because Matt was... Um, Matt was tracking his... Matt did all cars. the brass, but he also had a couple of meetings. So I think he had like an hour's break in between, didn't he? Yeah. So we had an hour to get a good drum sound and record it. And it wasn't yeah, going to happen. It was never going to happen. So I think, to be honest, like... I think the drums sound. I think the drums sound all right. I think they sound. I think they sound good. Um, you can. I. I can personally tell they're MIDI. But I don't mean that in a. Well, not, I don't mean that in a snobby way. Do you know what I mean? I mean it in a. I can just. I can just. I can hear it because it doesn't. It doesn't shift from the original pattern. That's why I tried to break it up yeah. on the second yeah. and I think it's third or sorry the third or fourth bar occasionally. I mean, drummer in Logic. If for anybody out there that's writing songs or wanting mm. to get a feel yeah. for their yeah, songs, yeah, yeah, totally. it's absolutely amazing. It's it's Especially as you can make it. it, you can change it instantly yeah. to just do as many random little things, make it more complicated, slow it down, move it to the toms, move it just to snare yeah. and bass drum. It's but wicked. But what you don't get and what I like about the space where we record the drums is that air around it. Yeah. You, you yeah. have to put a lot of effort into making everything have the same reverb. And yeah. Live mics and drums... There's nothing to 
beat it really mm. but that's what we were left with and that's what yeah. we ended up with yeah totally yeah I think they sound great uh, even though they're not real they don't stand out you know some instruments sound good um, when they're MIDI when they're, they're a, like a digital instrument piano for yeah. example yeah yeah I can't tell the difference between a, a MIDI and a real piano drums you usually can yeah. but I think they sound I think they sound really good in fairness so on the last two tracks we've recorded live drums we've replaced the bass drum and the snare drum and it would turn into We're a not fully replaced. no 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 but it's just natural yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah so I mean no I, I think it's always it's always a shame that if you, you can't get it done but that was physical just physical time mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. if again if I think if it had compromised the track like with any of us like if it got to the point where we we're like actually it's just not going to sound the, the way we want it we might have left it yeah but it, I think it sounds really really good yeah, really does. really good specifically I think your guitar parts are amazing balls <laughs> amazing really really good it's about yeah. the only live other than actually yeah. singing and that, oh that, and the brass so yeah that's <laughs> oh and that brass live yeah <laughs> well thank you for that um, guitar I think is one of the instruments that you can't maybe it's because I'm used to playing it but it sounds rubbish a midi guitar is unless it's heavily distorted uh, lead you even, can get away with you it. You can get away with it, but it never sounds good. You know, um, like Daft Punk, is, is all that MIDI guitar? Uh, no, they would tend to use... Oh, tend to use... Now Rogers. Robot rock. Tend yeah. to use Now Rogers. Yeah, yeah. they use like Now Rogers. But they, <laughs> they, I've seen them use talk boxes before, yeah. which uh, is okay. kind of like um, an analogue vocoder. It, it, I don't even really know how it works. It sort of sends the signal through a pipe... Yeah, and, and then, then you the, control it within your mouth yeah. down the mic. Yeah, but it's the actual sound that you're manipulating with your mouth. Any um, any famous examples of MIDI guitar? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sure there is. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> he was just playing on a little 32 key Casio keyboard. <laughs> well, he was left-handed, it's easier. Um, yeah, you know, it's a good question. I, I can't think. I can't think of. Yeah, there probably are ones out yeah. there, and they sound great. Because there are, you can spend a lot of money on guitar um, samples, mm. MIDI samples. And uh, a guy I work with, Malk, who's amazing on the keyboard, actually can mm. make, yeah. with all the things down at the bottom of the keyboard, sound like real strumming guitars and things like that. It's how you play it yeah. and what you do with it. Single notes. Don't work. No. No. You've got to know how a chord of a guitar is structured. Yeah. To play it yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, different yeah, to a point. piano layout. Giggy! Hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. So um, I think we move on to next month's challenge. I mean, you know, there's a tendency for everything to wind down towards Christmas. We had a good sort of theme this Christmas. What do we do? Do we, do we finish Hypnotised? Do we go with a complete new song? It's, it's a good question, actually, because we briefly spoke about it the other day. Did we? Mm. What are you feeling? So, I think I think what's been really, really tough over the last couple of months is having sort of almost like a schedule to it, and it just felt, it felt like November was really well rushed to the to the point where we couldn't, mm. we didn't want to release what we've done. Um, December felt, even though I think that the output's amazing, and I'm really, really, really pleased with it. I think it's been diff- I think it's been quite difficult. I. Th- I th- the idea of maybe revisiting November's is not a bad one. Hypnotise, get it out in, in because, January. Yeah, no, January again is going to be, it's going to be really busy. Yeah. 
and we uh, we were only briefly it was only briefly discussing it the day about whether or not we almost extend it to be a January February kind of project to give ourselves that little bit of a well with Christmas breather. New Year there's pretty much two weeks that yeah I know that nobody's going to pretty much anything. every single day um yeah booked out doing something until like the eighth of January none of us going to be like available yeah. minimum. Mm. Well, I, I vote. I vote. Finish hypnotized. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, Jack. Actually, I, I, I I'm up for that. Was that yeah. your idea? Yeah. Very sarcastic. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, that's January. So, should we uh, just flip back a little bit into Christmas and talk about Christmas songs? Favorites. Favorite Christmas songs. Um, one that doesn't t- seem to get much attention for me is. Guy from Emerson Lake and Palmer, is it Greg Lake? And I can't remember the name of the song. And that's your favourite song. Oh yeah. It was on the radio before it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Bizzle. Little Drummer Boy by Bowie and Bing Crosby. Classic, yeah. good video as well. Yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, apart yeah. from the the conversation's a bit weird if you actually just listen to it in isolation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a bit weird. Um, I found it on a Best of David Bowie album um, on Apple Music earlier. <laughs> so it's quite weird actually to track that. Um, but de- yeah, that's definitely my favourite. Um, I don't know. I'm a big sucker yeah. for for Wham as well. Yeah, that's big fan of like the uh, yeah, Casio keyboard yeah. sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't my favourite one, but recently I've been listening to Ron Sex Smith's Christmas song, and it's at the end of it's in the middle of Nativity, and that's where okay. I that's where I popped it out. But <laughs> where I you popped Shazam- it out in the Nativity, <laughs> Ron Sex Smith's Christmas song. It is uh, no, no, no. it's that one. It's right. Okay, tell you, a couple of uh, a couple of uh, other numbers that are never considered. So. The dude from Editors and the drummer from Razorlight. I can't remember. Burroughs and Smith? Bur- that sounds right. I think. Yeah. They had a Christmas album a couple of years ago and there's a banger on there about New Jersey. Badly Drawn Boy, Donna and Blitzen from the About a Boy soundtrack is my favourite. Yeah, that's a good tune. And there's a Amanda Jensen, Another Christmas. Track it out. I don't know any of those. No, I've not heard of any well, of them. Well, listen to all three of them. They're absolutely amazing. Good recommendation. The, uh, and also when. Uh, <laughs> as an album, the Phil Spector Christmas album, I think you um, got me to listen to years ago. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I never, <laughs> you don't even know. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. I'm sure it was you. Probably was. Might have been Mal. It's one of my things where I've gone, hey, this is great, and I've listened to it on the way to yeah, work, I and then it. I bet you're going, have you not heard it? <laughs> and then I've listened to it again. Are you, are you um, Manny and DB, are you on Apple Music? Yes. Yeah. I'll send them, I'll send all three to you after this. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Could we share a Christmas playlist? On somehow? Yeah. How, you, how do you do that? To What, to public? Mm. How do you do that? You can, you just create it and then you can actually just share it, but you can only share it to can specific people, I think. Huh. Oh, do, do, we, do you know what uh, came on the radio earlier? What? Uh, Kylie, thinking of you, or yeah. whatever it's called. Do, 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 do. That yeah, that's like 
a favourite song and a Christmas song, and it always comes on when I'm in your house or about to see you or about to talk to you. Guilty pleasure with Kylie Minogue. Did you hear her Abbey Road album that she did? Yes. Maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was really, really, good. really good. She is good. Yeah. I quite like her new duet she's done with some guy. Jason Bond. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, especially for <laughs> Yeah, it's new, isn't it? It's going to be a massive yeah. 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 I don't think it's that short. I think we've been rolling 35, 40 minutes. It's because I've been been listening to Blood on the Tracks podcast, which is for... Have you ever listened to it? Four famous people who get together. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah, it is really good. It's like an hour and a half long, and I'm thinking we've been put to shame here. It's really good. Four famous people that haven't ever met each other get together and hosted by someone. I don't know who he is. Colin Murray. And he, oh, I like him. I, he, he asks them questions, and they have to pick a song, and then uh, there's okay. a winner. It's really good. Have you heard of a guy called, I think it's Malcolm Gladwell. He did yes. a book, yeah. Tipping Point. Well, mm-hmm. he does a podcast called Revisionist History, and it's always been, been about just things that have happened in history up until recently that he's doing it focused on music. And I haven't listened to it yet. The first one's with Rick Rubin, I think. As in... I think that's the guy the with producer, the beard. The producer, Rick Rubin. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. producer, beard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Cash. Yes, he did. Yeah, Johnny, he did Johnny Cash's yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's on my... He's like done everybody's albums. Yeah. yeah. That's on my my podcast list to listen to. He also yeah. does his own podcast, to. Rick Rubin. Does he? Yeah. Um, talks to those musicians about famous albums. Well, very cool. But he's got a great phone book. He's pretty chilled. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's pretty zen. Hey, that's everybody. Yeah. Like we do. <laughs> what's um, on uh, Christmas film list what's been done so far and what's to be done after Christmas okay. after Christmas this afternoon um, you did that this afternoon well half of it and then were you at work uh, yeah well it was yeah yeah it was, yeah. <laughs> it was what time it, is it now it's it three was while <laughs> <laughs> it was while my child didn't want to eat his tea yeah. um, you bribed him with a movie so yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. yeah that's it. Suck the same thing. That's that's it. Don't worry. Yeah. So I say I watched it. I watched a few minutes of it, and then it was paused. And then I watched a few more minutes, and then it was paused. And then it was on in the background. Mm. Well, I like Arthur Christmas. It's good. Yeah, it was good. Mm. I enjoyed it. Watched Home Alone the other day. It was actually just on TV, so I've got into it actually. Still a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Still a classic. We- um, I'm gonna watch Home Alone two on Sunday night because on Monday I'm going to New York. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yep. Everybody's just pulling jealous faces. <laughs> yeah, we're all just hating you. It's jerk over If it makes you feel better, I'll be like three stone heavier when you next see me. No, because Is you're that possible? You look... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just going to be like, who's that guy wearing Jack's clothes? And Jack's clothes are really small. Fat <laughs> Jack. <laughs> No, but we'll also be like, you know, he just got fat having fun in New York and, yeah. and eating nice food and drinking nice beer. What are you looking forward to food-wise? Is there any places you're you're going to specifically? Wait, where are you staying? Where are you yeah. staying? So we're staying just off of Times Square. Um, I'm really looking forward to Shake Shack Burger. We didn't have it last time we were there. And I've, like, carried this burden for two years. 
So I'm going to get that off my chest. Uh, Di Stefano Steakhouse is a maybe. Um, and I want to have a mega steak in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, oh, I'm on board is, with all of that. Is Hell's Kitchen an area or is it a... Like it's a an area of Manhattan. Yeah. It used to be really rough, but it's dead nice now. Do you know what my kids are most excited about? Tell us. And the whole trip, right? So we've got we've got breakfast in the hotel, and they've searched it out. And in the hotel breakfast, they've got cereal in tubes, and they're like cereal tubes. <laughs> 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 they're so excited about tubes of cereal. <laughs> Now, are we talking there's big pipes on the wall of cereal or are you oh, delivered, like, a, a tube of cereal which you then... No, they're like Willy Wonka pipes on the wall. Like M&M World. You what? Like M&M World. Yeah, but still just Cheerios in a tube. Yeah, but it is in a tube. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you send a picture back of you inside the tube. <laughs> Or just like that, with mouth underneath it. <laughs> We're going to go to Brooklyn and we're going to go to the Bronx this time. Any reasons specifically? Uh, yeah, Brooklyn to Diker Heights with the best Christmas lights ever. Check it out. Um, Bronx Zoo, which is one of the biggest urban zoos in America, if not the world. Mm, good facts. And I believe Jenny from the block is there. Mm. Well, in the zoo? Yes. J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> and here she is in her natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> when are you back? Uh, 23rd. What's your address? <laughs> <laughs> Full home alone. <laughs> We've actually got lights on a timer. <laughs> On the like Marvin, what, what's he called? Marvin who? Gay. Mar- <laughs> Harry. Harry, Harry and Marvin. Harry and Marvin. Mar- Mar- These lights are about to go on. <laughs> that's, that's their New York accent. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Joe Pesci. <laughs> Another good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to regret that when I hear it back. Probably. Cool. So, right, that's it. that was nice. Um... Anything that we want... So we're just as a, a wrap-up, mm. we're next time... Next, <laughs> I can't speak today. I'm so tired. January, we're <coughs> doing the Hypnotise. Redo it in January. Yeah. And... A new tune for Feb. Yeah. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, shall I wrap this up? Uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, please wear this project's gone so far we're excited about next year yeah and you can find us in all the usual places should <laughs> find on Twitter Instagram YouTube and did you say Instagram because you cut out I said Instagram and Facebook you cut out <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook and all yeah hmm Cool. So yeah, happy Christmas. Can we have a little uh, Christmasy outro, please, Deebs? Yeah. Well, then Manny's doing this one. Yeah. Oh. You want us to sing? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Lumps of coal. <laughs> no carrots, please. <laughs> <laughs> well. I hate mint spice. Natives. <laughs> <laughs>
Being sung by choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way.